1: Hello, and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangelo Oguce, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed.
0: I am so glad you're able to join NUMA Podcast today. The key text for this podcast is the Book of Psalms, chapter 51, verse 10 to
1: 19. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, thou God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. O Lord, open thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. For thou desirest not sacrifice, else would I give it. Thou delightest not in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. Do good in thy good pleasure unto Zion. Build thou the walls of Jerusalem. Then shalt thou be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with burnt offering and whole burnt offering. Then shall they offer bullocks upon thine altar.
0: join me as I pray today. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I thank you once more for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. I ask, O Lord, that you will inspire the sound of my voice, so that those who listen to this podcast will be blessed. And I ask you, Lord, that you will touch our hearts even as we listen to this podcast so that our hearts will be made right before you. And I thank you, Lord, because I know that you answer prayers in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The focus of this podcast is the spiritual condition of the heart of man, the spiritual condition of the heart of man. It is important to clarify at this stage that the adjective man used here is designated in generic sense. It is not intended to focus on gender binary. biologically. The heart distributes oxygenated blood to the body and enables the removal of waste products and also maintain accurate blood pressure. This is why the heart is so important in the function of the body system and for this reason, it is very important that it is healthy at all times. Statistics shows that there are at least around 7.4 million people living with heart and circulatory diseases in the United Kingdom alone. And it is also the single biggest killer worldwide. This is the reason defibrillator devices are placed in most strategic public places to try and help those that may suffer from cardiac arrest. In the same way, the Bible deals extensively with the subject of the heart, although not in material terms, but in terms of spiritual representation which is theologically understood as anthropomorphism. The basic understanding of the function of the physical heart can go a long way to help us understand the function of the heart spiritually. In biblical terms, the heart reveals the true illustration of people such as King David in Acts chapter 13 verse 22, whom the scripture said was a man after God's own heart. Considering the antiques and apparently moral bankruptcy of King David, looking from the outside couldn't have possibly been referred to with such grace. Yet, God did because of the condition of his heart. 1 Samuel chapter 13 verse 14 So, as you tag along with me today, in the course of this podcast, I would like for you to picture the spiritual condition of your heart and how it looks. Are you honest with yourself and your God today? Sometimes we are misinformed to think that God sees some things and not able to see other things. But, you see my brothers and sisters, God sees all and knows all things as He is both the creator and the sustainer. Nothing is hidden from Him. Nothing is hidden from His view. God sees everything. In the early days of my Christian journey, I was blessed to come across a very popular classical evangelistic pamphlet called The Heart of Man. The pamphlet originated in France in 1732 and was adapted for use in Africa during the early 1900s. The Little Pictorial book tells the story of the life of the Christian soul and the response of the heart to the opposite forces, God and Satan. The images are portrayed in 10 symbolic figures depicted to challenge the consciousness of the Christian of the existence of good and evil. This visual pamphlet was so popular that it was translated into over 538 languages and was distributed in at least 127 countries of the world. So, the question is this. Why did this Little Pictoria book make so much impression on people? This is the question I want us to explore today in this podcast. In this classic... And in reading of the Bible, it can easily be seen that the heart of man is either a temple of God or a habitation of Satan, no more, no less. And for this simple reason, the regenerated man would seek always to be right with God because without the heart being aligned with God's heart, it would be impossible to please God when the bible talks about the word heart it principally refers to the control nerve center of the whole person where all desires come from it is the center gravity of the human intellect that shapes the persona so you see it is more than just one piece of muscular organ that pumps life-giving blood to all parts of the human body. However, like the muscular organ, the biblical representation of the human heart in the life of a Christian is the most important part of the inner mechanics of God in our walk with him. Once it stops doing its work. We are bound to have heart attacks or cardiac arrest that may easily lead to spiritual death. The unregenerated heart is simply sinful. It is evil. Its natural disposition is wickedness and treachery and this is demonstrated by Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden following the fall as they try to lie and put the blame of their misfortune on God and that's in genesis chapter 3 verse 12 and Cain's machination against Abel his brother and that's genesis chapter 4 verse 1 to 16 and on and on throughout the bible and indeed through our modern history here is what the bible says In Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9 to 10, The heart is hopelessly dark and deceitful, a puzzle that no one can figure out. But I, God, search the heart and examine the mind. I get to the heart of the human. I get to the root of things. I treat them as they really are, not as they pretend to be. Wow. Jesus Christ also collaborated this line of thought in Mark's Gospel, chapter 7, verse 21 to 23. It says this, For from within, out of men's hearts, come evil thoughts of lust, theft, murder, adultery, wanting what belongs to others, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, pride, and all other folly, All these vile things come from within. They are what pollute you and make you unfit for God.
1: This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening.
0: For this reason, it was necessary for the law of God to be engraved directly on the heart of God's children in hebrews chapter 8 verse 10 the bible says but this is the promise that i will make to israel after those days says the lord i will put my teachings inside them and i will write those teachings on their hearts i will be their god and they will be my people dear brothers and sisters I don't know what the condition of your heart is right now spiritually, but our world is full of evil and as a result, we all are disposed to the evil and the wickedness that surrounds us and for some of us, we are experiencing spiritual heart attack or cardiac arrest as I speak. Our spiritual hearts Our control nerve centers are failing to pump up the blood. Our vessels are choked up and blocked because of the junk food that have been served us. And we are needing urgent open heart surgery to correct our malfunctioning hearts. And like David, the psalmist, we need to cry out loud and say to God who created us, Create in me a new clean heart, O oh God, fill with clean thoughts and right desires. Don't toss me aside, banish forever from your presence. Don't take your Holy Spirit from me. And thus in Psalm fifty one, verse ten to eleven. I believe, brothers and sisters, that our God is so gracious and merciful and would hear this prayer if we are sincere and stop pretending that all is well. Listen, brothers and sisters, look around you. Can you not see that the signs are there? Can you not see that Jesus Christ will be here soon? This is why we must pray this particular Davidic prayer so as to have a created and a new heart that would enable us live the life that would honor our God. By this, I am not talking about financial prosperity as it's the norm right now, but I am talking about the blessings of the clean heart from God. Only then will our soul prosper according to God's riches and glory. The debt of the riches of God is dependent on the debt of our relationship with Him. This is the call today, a call to examine the spiritual condition of the heart of man and woman too. It is important to note that despite King David's moral bankruptcy, he had that intrinsic desire that qualified him as a man after God's own heart to cry out to his God to create in him a new heart, a heart that is free from pollution, a heart that is set only on God. No wonder in previous chapter, that is Psalm 37 verse 4, the psalmist encouraged his listeners. He said, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. To delight is to take pleasure in the things of God, and this would bring your heart desires to be fulfilled. This is because if you set your heart on God, your heart would only desire what is on God's agenda. David prayed for God to keep the Holy Spirit in him, because the absence of the Holy Spirit in any child of God is a disaster. Friends, we need the Holy Spirit to keep our hearts on God. It is the Holy Spirit that will guide us in our walk with God as he keeps us in God's presence every day, even as we wait for the appearing of the Savior of the world the second time. With the brokenness of his heart, David called on his God, not willing to remain in hiding like Adam and Eve, and like some of us, as God would surely find out, he continued to cry, and he said in Psalm 51, 12-14, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways, And sinners shall be converted unto thee. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, thou God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. Praise God. In recognition of the supremacy of God, David made a deal with God to give him back the joy of his salvation and in return, he will share with others what it means to know God. Is God the source of your joy today? Do you still have the joy of your salvation intact? Brothers and sisters, the joy of salvation is the blood that would keep your heart pumping and it is what would attract others to the Lord. Certainly not in the material things you have or don't have. And this is why you need the restoration of the joy of your salvation so that you can blossom like flowers in the morning. David cried for deliverance from guilt. He was a man that had fought many wars, a man with blood on his hands, yet he trusted that his God is able to set him free by giving him a clean heart. Notice how David did not seek a reconstructed heart surgery but a created new heart. This is because he knew that anything short of a new heart would not work and that only God can give this new heart and the same goes for us today we need a created new heart anything short of that would only be a cosmetic reconstruction of our hearts child of God that's not what you want you sure want a new heart created by God and after God. Dear brothers and sisters in the Lord, as you consider the spiritual condition of your heart today, Please understand that our God is merciful and is faithful and just to forgive. If, like David, you acknowledge your shortcomings and cry out to him, God is not glorified with mere act of sacrifice that comes from an unclean heart, but out of a broken spirit, a broken and a remorseful heart, no matter what your ranking in your life church community is David was a figure of authority before God and man yet he humbled himself and so was Nicodemus who secretly went to Jesus Christ to inquire what he must do to make his heart right with God and you find this in John's Gospel 3 1 to 3 the stage is set for anyone out there who is touched by this podcast to seek to make their hearts right with God and with the right spirit the joy of salvation will be restored today again the psalmist said in psalm 19 verse 14 let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart Be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. It is my utmost prayers, brothers and sisters, that this will be the case with you going forward. God bless you. And let us pray. My Father and my God, I'm thankful to you today for this privilege to bring this word to your people out there. And Lord, I pray that even as we listen, as we consider the podcast for today, that your Holy Spirit will convict us when we need to be convicted, O God, so that we can bring our broken hearts to your table today so that we can have, O God, created in us a new heart, a heart that is after you, O God. And Father, above all, we live in this world, in this broken world, in this broken system that tends to steal us every day from your presence. So help us, O God, by keeping the Holy Spirit in our lives. Help us to stand against what is wrong, O God, and make our hearts right with you today. I pray, God, that my brothers and sisters out there, oh God, any of them that may be suffering from one thing or the other, that you reach out to them right now and make them right, oh God, with you. So that in the end, when the trumpets sound, we all can have a place in your presence forever and ever. And I ask all this, In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen.
1: Thank you for listening to the Numa podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.